Shani Darden is a leading esthetician and founder of her namesake brand, Shani Darden Skincare. Stay tuned to discover how she got started, how she develops her own formulas, and what it's like to be one of Hollywood's most sought-after skincare experts. Hi everyone and welcome to Founder Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Maine, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Maine has been an incredible journey so far and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a like to welcome our guest for today, Shani Darden. Considered one of Hollywood's best-kept secret for flawless skin, hailed for a straightforward, results-focused approach to skincare. Drawing from her years of expertise as an esthetician, having trained under a highly esteemed dermatologist, Shani began formulating custom products for her clients before quickly building a huge celebrity following. Since the launch of her iconic retinal reform serum in 2013, Shani is now renowned for her high-performance formulas with a year-long waiting list for appointments at her flagship Beverly Hill studio and global launches, including here in the UK last year. She's truly bottled her touch and enabled beauty lovers everywhere to achieve their best skin. Chani, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. So I asked all my guests the same question. I'm going to ask you, who in a nutshell is Shani? Oh, wow. That's a difficult question. Who am I? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. A, a mom, um, someone that works a lot and a really good friend. That, you know, no one has said that. I've done over 200 founders. I love that. Oh. Uh, it's it's a really good way to, I've, I've heard everything. I've had people say, I'm a Gemini, I'm a this, I'm six foot three. And I'm like, I like that. I'm a good friend. That's really important. Um, but yeah, I, I want to kind of start at the beginning, Shani. So you were born and raised in, in the US or whereabouts? Yeah, I was born in Manhattan, but I was raised in Plattsburgh, New York. It's a really small town, upstate New York by Montreal, Canada. Yeah. So that's where I was most of my life. And do you have like any early memories of like beauty or like, yeah, anything like you could remember from a very young age? Yeah, I was really into skincare when I was young. So I used to like mix masks. Um, I was really into, um, what was that? Um, the one that they'd go door to door. I can't even think of it, but I was really into skincare. Um, yeah. I used to break out and I had all these weird rashes. So, uh, you know, it was like a big deal for me to go to the dermatologist. So it did start pretty young for me. Wow. And, and then you kind of, so obviously being in the East Coast, yeah. um, when did you start like going to the West Coast where you are currently now in LA? Uh, when, when was that? So I moved here when I was probably around 23 years old. And I originally came here because a modeling agency found me in um, Montreal, Canada and said, come, come to LA. You're going to be a huge model. Please come. And then I came and that didn't happen at all. Um, I, instead I've just ended up in like rap videos and I was like, wow, this is not my journey. <laughs> but then that's, then I just stayed here. It was, I was never like a small town person. So yeah. once I moved here, um, it was kind of my way to get here. 
So I really want to know how, I mean, you started to amass such an incredible reputation in obviously the skincare world. Um, and then you obviously developed uh, as a esthetician. Yep. What was that from? I mean, you're saying you were in rap videos to there. Like, how did that happen? I don't know. So when I realized I didn't want to be in rap videos and I didn't know how to dance and I wasn't very good at it, I kind of knew that I wanted to work at a spa, Yeah. but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I first went to school to be a massage therapist and quickly realized you need the gift to be a massage therapist. So after that, then I went to school to be an esthetician. Um, and at the time... I don't, honestly, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, growing up, we didn't even have a place, estheticians. So I, I have yeah. no idea, but I went to school for that. And then I knew immediately like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like it was right away. So then after that, I went and I worked um, at every spa that I could um, fr at the front desk. Mm. So I would learn stuff from the other estheticians and also hoping that I would eventually get a job there. And, um, so that's kind of where it all started. And then I was fortunate enough. There was one spa that was really big. It, it was, it had just opened up in Los Angeles. Everyone was going there and I was front desk and I really wanted to work there. And one of the estheticians, when I finished school, ended up getting me a job working for a dermatologist. So that's kind of where I learned everything. I lucked out because usually a dermatologist is not going to take you out of school, but that's where I learned everything. Wow. Well, okay. Just pause for a second because I could barely pronounce the word esthetician. For everyone listening, <laughs> what is an esthetician for those who are wondering? <laughs> so um, an esthetician, um, we're trained just in extractions and all different kinds of skin issues, acne, um, and, you know, seeing an esthetician not only can give you a great facial, but also get you on the right track of like, what products am I supposed to use? Most people have no idea. So they can tell you your skin type. And so it's just, uh, it's a great way to really understand how to take care of your skin. So then obviously you, you started getting some incredible celebrity and, and I know just all types of clients, right? Yeah. Um, and I kind of, it reminds me of the Anastasia. When I interviewed Anastasia, she had a very similar thing, obviously, in the, in the brow and in, in her field. And then eventually the brand was born from yeah. knowing what's needed and hearing the clients. And the clients were like, I trust in you. Like, I, I, I would do anything you say and, and you know what people want. But yeah. just before the brand was birthed, um, I would love to know, like, what was it like working with some of these clients? And yeah, tell me about that. I don't really get nervous around celebrities or anything. I, I don't, yeah. I just don't have that in me. So, you know, it's just like an honor, I guess, it, it, you know, yeah. just to think like, oh, you're trusting me. Um, but it was kind of, it's sort of a wild ride, basically. The, the reason why it sort of all came to me at once, too, was because one of my clients was Jessica Alba, which was a total yeah. accident. She just... They, she just got booked with me um, and randomly. And so after that, you know, she started seeing me all the time. And then she mentioned me in Allure magazine. And then it kind of, it went from there. And then makeup artists started coming to me. Then makeup artists started sending their clients if they were broken out. So it kind of just all 
that's how it all kind of happened. Isn't it amazing as well how you you know you start there and now like Jessica and Rosie was on your client. Now you, yeah. all, you all have beauty brands and it's, yes. it's yeah. such a, it's like a really incestuous world of like a yeah. great family we're building. It's so cool. Okay. Uh, I love everything she's done with Honest. It's fantastic. Yes. But, um, uh, but yeah, so, so now I have to ask, so t- talk me through, like, I guess from going from clients to starting to be like, well, these are products that are probably missing. I need to start creating them. Um, how does Shiny Dot and Skincare start? Um, it started because when I worked for Dr. Benitez, who is a dermatologist that I worked for, yep. I just fell in love with retinol and everyone was on a retinol and everyone's, it was hard to like give facials to someone that is on like a prescription retinol because their skin can always be very sensitive. Um, so I saw the results, you know, I worked with one woman that was 60 and she her face was flawless. And I was like, mm. I have to make a retinol that any, everyone can use that will still give you the same effects, the same benefits. And that was just something I wanted to do. At the time, there was only one, like one retinol on the, like it was SkinCeuticals, basically. I yeah. still didn't really realize that until now. Like looking back, I'm like, wow, I was really smart. Like I had no idea. I just wanted to make this product. Yeah. So I started that one product and um, that took probably about a year. And I, honestly, I, I don't, I had no idea that people were going to freak out about it. So that's how it started. And as far as my other products and how I develop them, they're always like how I make, how I decide I want to make something is when I can't find what I'm looking for or my clients. So like I had been working with this cleanser for years and I loved it, but I didn't like the consistency of it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make one. So that's how that happened. And that's kind of been every product that I make. So um, they take me a very long time to make, but it's it's kind of like steps of everything. Like making my eye cream. I was like, I'm not going to make an eye cream. There's 8 million eye creams. Who cares? But then I made an eye cream that actually helps with dark circles. Um, and that took me so long. So I think that's really important. Um And the great thing for me is I feel like there's so many brands that put out products and you can tell that there was absolutely zero effort into making those products. So many of them, they just put it out. And for me, every product that I have made, I I think is amazing. I was just saying that the other day, like every product, it's not for everyone, but they're just like, I've really put all the effort into what I was making. So that, that I'm really happy about. Well, you know, it's your name as well. And it's your reputation. You built such an incredible reputation and trust right over the years. Yeah. But what I love about what you're saying, and it's exactly sort of what I see in the, in the, as a future of beauty or anything is just mindful and intentional MPD. Like it doesn't, we don't need a lot. There is a lot, but what's needing to be created needs to be sustainable in terms yeah. of not, yeah, not in terms of packaging. That, that's a, that's one story, but I mean, sustainable in terms of its longevity yeah. in the industry. Um, and one thing I have to say is I, I always read reviews um, before I interview anyone. And it's like a great gateway into like the actual, like true, like re- perception uh, of people trying the product. And yeah. you've got this review and I've got it in front of me. I want to read it. And it's for you, obviously a retinal reforms, um, but 
it, if you don't frame it, I'm going to come to LA and I'm going to give you this framed for your office. It's okay. Miracle in a Bottle. And it's like, I have purchased so, with the many O's, many products over the years. Anytime I walk into the mall, I'm looking for a new product to do, what I keep buying all these products for. And basically, they haven't found what they need. And finally, I found the right product. It has changed everything in my skin. Much more brighter, firmer. Lines are so much more diminished. Um, I've, I'm only, I, I think this is a spending mistake, but um, basically she's only, I don't know what that means, but I wish I knew about her earlier. <laughs> I would have saved a ton of money. I will never go back to all those crazy expensive creams. Shiny skincare is unmatched. I hope I get to meet her one day and have a facial done by her. That would be the best ever. You should reach out to this person and do that because. You <laughs> for that person. You have to send it to me after. I will send it to you after. But yes. I mean, that is something that just, you know, that feels that that's your why, right? That is, yeah. that is amazing. That is incredible. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, there's hundreds, there's only, there's thousands of these on your website, but it's just, um, I think that must be, yeah. So intentional. So do you ever get nervous when creating products? I know you, you test it countless times and you know, if it passes your test, it's good, but still, do you get those jitters when you launch something new? Oh yeah. I'm nervous all the time. Like I'm nervous yeah. even every time I just, thought I was done with a product the other day and I just said, never mind, I can't do it again. And it's a product I've been making, honestly, no joke for five years. And they're like, we have to, you gotta, you gotta say go Shawnee. And I'm like, I just, I can't do it with this one. There's something I'm not, it's just not there yet, but it's working so well on it, everyone. But I just, that's, I'm always nervous. Yeah, it's normal. But that shows that the love, you put your heart on your sleeve when creating a brand, right? This yeah. is your baby and it's it's normal. Yeah. It's normal. Um, but uh, so I'd love to a little bit, you, I mean, you know, you spoke about a few of your products, but for those listening in, um, as this is a mainly an audio streaming um, uh, kind of conversation, can you talk us through and paint us through your voice the product portfolio today? I have a gentle cleanser, um, a oil-free moisturizer I, um, that i the oil-free moisturizer, I felt like there weren't a lot out there. And so I yeah. really wanted to make that. Also, there was an oil-free moisturizer that I was obsessed with um, by a brand and they discontinued it and I still don't understand why. So that's why I made one. Um, I have lactic acid, which I love lactic acid. Um, it's one of my, that's also probably lactic and retinol are my favorites. Yeah. Um, retinol reform. I have a sake toning essence and an eye cream and then my Desi mask and the LED mask and then my sculpting wand. Oh yeah. I think that's everything. How, how, what is, what's, what's a sculpting wand? I'm curious. Sculpting wand is amazing. So I've been using vibration therapy since I started yeah. as an esthetician. And so I wanted to make one. I wanted to make one, but I needed to get all the claims. Mm. So the one that I had been using, it was technically for muscle pain, yeah. but we were using it on the face. Like that's how I was trained on it. Um, but I wanted to make one. So, because it's so easy to use and it helps, you know, it helps with so many things. It helps to contour the face. It helps with deep wrinkles. Um, it helps with TMJ. It helps to relax the muscles in your face. Um, it helps with inflammation. So I just thought it was something really important um, to get out there because there are so many other devices that yeah. you can use, like a lot of microcurrent devices, which are, by the way, amazing. However, a lot of people just don't use them as often as they should because it's a big pain where you have to put the gel on your face and like you have to look in the mirror and nobody's doing that after like people are lazy when it comes to stuff like that so the great thing about the sculpting wand is that you 
honestly could be walking around your house on the phone using it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, one other thing I saw on your website I wanted to talk about, and I think it alludes to the fact that you know you, you only create products that you, you feel are needed and you would want to use and, and, and see in the industry. I, I love that you have also other products on your website, for example, like Supergoop, et cetera. Yeah. What's the, the reason for this? I would love to know, yeah. Well, because, you know... I use so many different products in my, first of all, I don't even believe that you should, like who uses one full one line? Brand, nobody, you can't. nobody uses that'll be, one That'll line. be kind of creepy. That'll be weird. Right. Yeah, you can't. It's stupid. Yeah. And it's also yeah. like how, it doesn't even make sense that you can think that everyone can use your products. It yeah. just doesn't make, it's but also, you know, I don't have, those are, you know, I don't have a sunscreen and super. Yeah, I mean, and and you, you don't even want to go in that because that's a matter of yeah, work in there. Well, Believe me, I've leave been it to, them. To, leave it to them. Yeah, it's hard. And is clinical, I've been working with forever and I love their brand. Um, so, I'm, I mean, I just like, I mean, I still, even at the office, I have so many different other brands and I'm also always looking for new products. And there are some things that I just don't want to make. I try to make them, but there's some things that I just don't, I don't need to. But I, I love that. That's, that's such a powerful thing that you also put it on your your website like I think that's yeah. something that like really shows again my whole like more collaboration less competition yeah. it's really yeah. the epitome of that and that's why I love that I think this is this is the way the, the industry should be going forward and I know like I, every time I see you and a lot of my like Deepika and all these amazing people you guys are so collaborative I get a lot of yeah. FOMO be hearing here in London I'm like I'm coming next time uh, but it's so cool to see everyone just really support each other's creations yeah. and babies and brands because it's better yeah. when you come together you know exactly it is better that. when we come together i feel that people are very competitive i definitely do and i think that even the there's so many people that say that they're not but people are they are no 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 I, and trust me i i, I know i mean that's another whole conversation yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that exists but yeah. um but actions speak louder than words and you've done the action which is Listen, when I saw that, I've never really seen that before. And I was like, I really like this, um, this way of really like honing into other people's creations that were like, kudos to you. Like, this is yeah. an amazing product. I use it. You should use it. And I'm going to yeah. even make it easier for you to use by putting it on my website. 100%. So it's pretty cool. I love that. I love, love, love it. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the pandemic because, um, so I, I created my brand and I launched, a, I was working in Estee Dior at the time in corporate world and I left to create my own brand and uh, didn't know before I, I launched it in the beginning of the pandemic. That was just uh, me too. my I norm. Didn't realize, really? I didn't realize yeah. was in the beginning. Same with me. I, la I launched mine at Sephora at the beginning of the... No, no, Shani, we did the same thing. I was brick and mortar and online in Sephora, March yep. 2020. Yep. And I was like, great, here we go. <laughs> and it was all online then. But oh wait, that's, I didn't actually realize that. That's yeah, awesome. I didn't either. What was that like? What was that like for you? But A, Sephora and B, pandemic. I mean, it's scary. It was scary because I didn't have, we, we were just about to have a party mm. at a restaurant here, a very big party for the launch at Sephora. And then I think it was like a week before and so it just was scary. It was like, what am I going to do? Like I had no. And so also at the time, you know, I reached out to everyone like I'm launching it Sephora. I really need you guys to post and stuff because I have nothing else. Like, yeah, people were really nervous in the beginning about posting because they were like, well, it's inappropriate. But luckily, all of a sudden, everyone clued in. They were like. I have a small business. So then people yeah. ended up posting, but it was definitely tricky. I mean, it ended up being really good. There were times where it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, 
But it, it was definitely a scary thing. You know, everyone then got so obsessed with beauty. So then it kind exactly. of... Exactly. And investing in, in, in wellness and beauty products at yeah. home as well. And then it, it was just weird, I guess, to like navigate this whole, A, the unknown of what's, when, what is happening soon, but also, all right, brick and mortar events, that's kind of like all those plans, let's pause and let's focus on online, TikTok, social media. And, yeah. you know, it's hard. Like I have a hair care brand as well, like, you know, and, and skincare is very similar when you have like this kind of ingredient yeah. and... Um, how do you really show efficacy without touching and feeling? Of course, there's before and after clinicals, but yeah. you have three seconds. Like people's attention span is like nothing on social yeah. online, online, you know, it's hard. Um, but, but yeah, it, it is, but everyone was in the same boat, which I think was a little bit easier. It's just, yeah, obviously I would have liked a bit of a warning, but that's fine. Yeah. No, no one had it in the industry. Y'all um, really wanted that warning. It's, I know, I know. Um, and you know, it was really hard for me is because I was in London and we make all our production in the US and I obviously launched the brand in the US first. It, it was a year and a half until like they opened up the border for US, for UK to come uh. to US. So I couldn't even see my products or any of like our billboards or our, our gondolas. I couldn't see anything until two years. It was like so heartbreaking to not be able yeah. to go. Uh, yeah. But what was your first moment of seeing your products in store in Sephora? Oh, it, it was, was amazing. Um, I I don't even remember when it was, but I definitely, I still, listen, I still go to Sephora stores all yeah. the time just to go. We'll probably do our VM, check the shelf, make yeah. it a little bit prettier. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite a moment. I just, yeah. I, I love every part of being with Sephora. So that's been really great. Oh, that's amazing. So, so in terms of now the future, um, I, I, I think I already know because you're only going to create stuff that's intentional and mindfully yeah. needed. Uh, but what is the future for you now for Shiny Dot and Skincare? Future is just right now still making products because I play around. So I've finished a, a bunch of products already. Um, and then now just playing around with other things. I've been really trying to think of new creative products that I want to make or if I want to. So that's kind of where I've been. But right now I'm at least on track because I'm so slow that at least finally I'm kind of on track to like take a break and see if there's anything else I want to make. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, do, do, in terms of global, um, what's your kind of global footprint right now? Is it focused in the U.S. currently? Um, yeah, it is. It's focused on the U.S. right now and building that. Um, yeah, for sure. And yeah. then obviously UK will be soon. Amazing. I mean, yeah. My, my team is actually going, um, to London to visit and then I'll go, Amazing. I'll go after. Well, when you're here, let me know. But also, I, um, but, yeah, like if you ever need any help in, in global, I got you. I, I did oh. the kind of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the opposite thing to the normal thing, but like I went, very global quickly, which was probably, I wouldn't say there's no right and wrong. Okay. There's always a, there's always a decision and every has its pro and con. Mm -hmm. Of course, spending some time focusing on the US would have been, would have grown the business a lot more strongly in the market, stronger in the market. But it was, you know, it was a bit harder for me because I, my brand is rooted in Ayurveda and India. So I had to really quickly as possible find out how to get it distributed in India, right. Just to give homage to where it's from and also right. all the people that wanted to buy it. And then naturally, uh, so now we're in like Dubai, Middle East, Europe, That's UK, amazing. Southeast Asia, which is great. Um, but yeah, it, it's been um, a journey. But yeah, I have a lot of learning. So hit me up anytime you want something. I I'll tell, you, I'll tell sure. you everything. Margins, whatever you want, I got you. Um, because right. we got cool. to, we got to, we're all on this building the same kind of thing. And I didn't yeah. realize we pretty much launched, yeah, same time and same place. Yeah. So 
that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but very, very cool. Um, so just kind of moving topics a little bit um, into you and, and less on the brand. I would love to just any tips you have for anyone, not even just founders and entrepreneurs, but what are some of your mindful or morning like or daily rituals that keep you grounded? Keep me grounded. I mean, I have kids, so they keep me grounded. But um, You have two little ones, right? Yeah, two, oh. 14 and nine. Um, so they keep me grounded. I mean... Uh, what tips? I mean, I work really hard. I surround myself with really good people. And I also just don't get caught up in any of the, you know, LA is a hard place to work and or place to live. It's also extremely competitive. So you have to just kind of like stay focused. That would be my best piece of advice because it just gets to a point, especially with Instagram, where you're watching all these people and it looks so great. But, you know, everyone is hustling. Everyone's, you know, has their strong goals so you just can't fall into that trap i think it's so important as well to remember the power lies with you like you can choose to consume what content you want to see and then you need to listen to yourself consistently yeah. to be like how am i how am i feeling right now and i think especially in a place like la i noticed that i can personally i can do bursts of it because it can get quite overwhelming yeah um, um also traffic <laughs> quite hard for me to deal with that too yeah. <laughs> but um but generally speaking it is um it's really important to be just uh, really self-aware um and and I know your priorities. Do you ever find sometimes like that work-life balance as a founder can be hard? Oh, yeah. So very hard. I feel with work, I feel very overwhelmed. I feel like especially because I am I give facials and mm-hmm. I also have my product line. So it's it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um, yeah. But I, I love it. I'm very grateful for it but yeah it's hard it's hard to balance it for sure and i forgot to ask this i do want to ask a little bit about this is i love your packaging it's so beautiful and did you have this vision for this like clean aesthetic beautiful uh i love it is it white off white it's stunning it's like art. Well, so the, the packaging is actually going to change. And my oh. retinol bottle is my favorite ret- bottle. But then yeah. as I was building, the goal was to be in all glass. But Fine. Yeah. I didn't have the money. So yeah. now it'll change to all glass. And hopefully I will still keep my my gray um, color. Yeah, but then it will I all be gray. Yeah, yeah. It's my well, you know little, what? I'll accept it for sustainability and moving forward. Yeah. You're paving the way, and and that's a really good example of a journey over, um, like you know, finding the right time because you got to make it a viable business. And uh, I am a advocate for brands that know when is the right time to make decisions, right? Yeah. Um, and it is expensive, and it is sometimes hard, and also the industry is not quite there yet to do it in a certain way when you launch. You've got yeah. to start step by step, and you've got to earn your stripes to eventually be able to do it effectively and not yeah. necessarily pass that cost to the consumer or not ha- or have long lead times or whatever, right? Um, so that's really exciting about glass, but um, yeah. that's going to be big. That's going to be really big. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to see it. When is that coming? I, you know what? I'm sure not as soon as I wanted to, but we've been yeah, working on coming. it now. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. I've been wanting it for so long. I literally, it's funny you said that looking at my packaging drives me crazy. Like 
That it, it literally drives me crazy because the retinol bottle I just love so much. And then I look at everything else and I'm like, please, can we switch it tomorrow? So I know, I know happy, that feeling. Happy. No, I'm having, dude, I'm having the exact same thing with my, with my shampoo conditioner. And like, I, I'm trying to get it the best recyclable and, and our hair oil is glass, which is great. But, um, but everything else isn't, but it's also hard with, um, shower products because you can't have like glass shampoo conditioners because yeah. it's actually not dangerous in the, in the shower but then i'm trying to look at i go to all these and you probably go there's it's like going to a candy store all these like conf, um packaging yeah. conventions yeah. and stuff and the problem is is it's like i love everything i'm like wait what's the cost of good no way i can't yeah. i mean that's it's just not viable and then what's your minimum yeah. order is and it, it's a there's a the, the journey also it's a circular economy, right? It also depends on our stakeholders, like our suppliers. And we have to also wait for them to also um, innovate and, and bring it up for us. But it, but together it, it will happen. It just takes time. And that's what it is. Yeah, um, but yeah it does take time. I'm excited, I'm excited for that. Um, and I think also uh, it's very important just to like be transparent with your consumers. So like one thing I wanted to ask you is, is like, how do you, how do you conversate and communicate best with your consumers? Is it social media? Is it your virtual yeah. consultations you have with some of your team members? Um, yeah, no, mostly social media. So I'm yeah. always, I answer all my DMs. I answer so oh, many skincare yeah. questions. So that's, that's Instagram. Instagram. Amazing. Well, so we're going to go to fire around soon, but I, I have a really mean situation for you. I think I already know the answer, but I'm curious as you answer. Um, Desert Island. Okay, you're invited to a founded beauty retreat, but Shani, I'm allowing you to bring one baby, uh, product baby, not your actual babies. Um, what is your one product that you would bring with you? Sunscreen. Really? No, but your one, your product. Oh, mine? Yeah. I was like, did you have a sunscreen? <laughs> no. No, I don't have a sunscreen. No, what no, would no. I bring on it? Yeah, and from I'm Shani Darden Skincare. Oh, God. I guess my, maybe, yeah. I don't think yeah. that I could just is retinol there that's what i would yeah. want to say but no i i know what you mean you got to think let's be pro, let's be um yeah. realistic about the situation yeah, yeah. I okay i like that retinol, but i would bring my cleanser amazing well and hopefully holly will be there with us and then she can bring the super goop so we're all sorted yeah. so that'd be nice yeah <laughs> amazing um yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we have all the SPF we need. Yeah. Um, okay, so fire round questions and then, and then we're pretty much done here. So this is first thing that comes to your mind. So the first question is, what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now? I mean, because I have so many. I, I mean, I would say is clinical. Clinical, nice. Um, what's a guilty pleasure of yours? Wine. Red or white? White. Like, oh, me too. I think everyone's red and I'm like, a good reason, no. a good German wine. No. Hits the spot. Um, what are you currently watching or reading? Mm, I'm watching Housewives of Everything. Beverly Hills. I watch them all. I was about to say, is there a new show called Housewives of Everything? And I, I no, it's second, just, I, like, oh. I watch all, all of them. It's really sad. <laughs> My friends in the Dubai one, apparently that's really interesting and good. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. watched a lot, but I did I did watch a few. Yeah, apparently that's quite interesting. I need to watch it. Um, do you have a favorite social media platform right now? I've been trying really hard to not really pay attention yeah. to anything on it other than answering because... It's a, it's a lot. It got to... Yeah. Right. No, I'm, yes. I'm, I mean, I used to, I used to manage social media for Dior and all that kind of stuff. So for me, I was in it and now I'm yeah. as much as possible off it. I even have yeah. someone in my team like posting on my behalf. I'll just check the DMs here and there. Yeah. But for me, it's like, 
It's hard. I can't. Yeah. It's a lot. It's important. It's a lot. And, I, yeah. and I, I've done a lot of research also. When you do a lot of research on the mental health effects of social media, dopamine, oh. changes in white matter, I, can, I did a TED, a TED talk on this. It's a lot. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you said that, to be fair. Um, yeah. What's your favorite like quote or something that you go by? I don't really have a quote, but what I go by is just to always be kind. Um, yeah. Be kind um, to everyone. I, That's kind of where I'm at. And what I love is, is be kind and be a good friend. I mean, that's still, that's going to resonate with me, the fact that you said that, because it's it's like, I know it's such a simple thing to say, but it's like, I haven't heard people explain themselves like that. I really like that because uh, it, it's, yeah, it's really, it shows how much you value friendships. It's very cool. And my last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, esthetician, what would Shani be doing right now? Hopefully not in rap videos. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, you tried that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that, you know, that, that that's quite the beauty of it is, you can see right now that you're, this is what you're doing and you love it. Yeah. That's the beauty of the answer. Yeah. That, let's keep it like that. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Shani, it's been such a pleasure. Um, where can everyone continue to follow you and obviously see your brand as well? At Shani Darden on Instagram. And um, yeah, that's where you'll find me. Well, Shani, it's been such an honor and I will bring white wine and we'll yes. chill in and I'm going to also bring you that review printed okay you need yes. that review yes. in your I, I, I'm looking forward to it so don't forget I will not forget well thank you so much thank you thank you for having me hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music podcast the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review it truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.